Welcome to another episode of the Entire Cast Podcast. I'm the CEO, Amin Ramani. This is the show where our CEO, Marnie Melrose, and myself interview successful business owners and coaches who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you achieve your goals faster than ever before. Today on this episode, Marnie interviews Akshay, who does leadership development. He helps his clients get clarity by asking them what they want their final outcome to be. Having clear communication with his spouse gives him power, and his OKRs help him and his team follow through. Listen on for his story. All right, so today I have Akshay with us, and he is from Zixana Consulting. And Akshay, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from and all that fun stuff? Sure, yeah. So I was born in India, raised in Malaysia. I made my way to the United States for college and was studying bioengineering, you know, ended up graduating on the East Coast and then being part of a small incubator in DuPont, mm-hmm. uh, which was, it was a medical device incubator. And so my backgrounds in bioengineering, medical devices, kind of wore many hats in that <laughs> field, led product development teams, did some business development, learned a lot in my first career in a kind of a corporate setting mm-hmm. uh, and was very lucky to have that opportunity. At the same time, I also was creating something creative to do along with my corporate job. And so I responded to a Craigslist ad back then in Philadelphia to start an improv theater. And I've always been interested in theater on the side and did it in high school, etc. I didn't have time for it in college. So just showed up and 10 strangers showed up together uh, and uh, started an improv theater uh, called the Philly End Crowd. Uh, And so that was a kind of a a side hustle back then or a side project that was really, uh, really fun to do. But also what I realized uh, about, you know, a few years into it is that the community and the ability for uh, improvisers to work together, listen to one another, uh, really kind of be uh, holding each other accountable to the team and putting on that in front of a paying audience it's not just you show up, it actually takes a lot of skills. And so my thought was, I wonder if there's any opportunity to take some of the skills I'm learning there in the improv world and bring it to the corporate world. And so that was when Zixana Consulting was born. It's kind of this marriage of these two worlds that I lived in uh, and, and thinking about, well, how can we help you know, corporations or teams uh, you know, just do things in a more fun, creative activated way uh, that makes people want to come to work every day uh, and makes people want to show up in their best self and everyone is is really having fun while they're doing it while still staying productive. So that was uh, 2010, start of the business and then, um, you know, fast forward 2020, it's been 10 years um, of Zixana Consulting. Uh, the focus uh, is shifted a little bit towards uh, the science of play. How do we activate the world to work through play? Applied Improv Theater is part of our kind of where we came from, but we expanded our services to be much more of a leadership development firm, executive coaching, help people with scaling their culture and their strategy as they grow. Uh, and really, again, keeping that fundamental 
purpose of how can we create playful environments for people to be able to be productive uh, at the same time. And so the marriage of two of those concepts is the basis of our organization. That's awesome. And so tell us um, what you've gained from starting your own business. Um, I, I think uh, there's a number of different things. So on a, on a personal level, I think, uh, you know, I didn't go to school to uh, just to launch this business. I, wa- I did have a minor in entrepreneurship, so kind of understood how to start, you know, what the basics of business and accounting and finance and kind of thinking about strategic uh, decision making, things like that. But that's all in theory uh, versus actual practice. So one of the things that I learned is just my style of leadership. You know, what, what am I really good at and what am I naturally good at? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in some ways I've learned that I'm, I naturally am good at, if I'm passionate about something, which I am about this work, then I'm going to put my blood and sweat into it uh, and I'm going to really bleed the brand in a way that is very authentic. Uh, and so, you know, you don't really teach, get taught that in business school or anything like that. You you kind of have to experience it. So one thing is just learning about my own style and how do I inspire people? How do I get connected to my own brand? It's really been fun, um, and it's easy. Uh, partly because the brand keeps the fun, and whenever I'm kind of swaying in towards, hey, I've got to make these decisions and tough decisions at that, you know, financial decisions. You know, I, I, I'm forcing myself to come back to what what's the fun in it? How can I bring that back? What's going to make, what decision is going to fuel our brand so that our clients and our work can still marry that play and productivity side. And that makes it easier. So one thing that I definitely learned is it's easier if you have a a clear direction and a clear vision of where you want to take an organization. And I think the first three years, um, you know, I'm kind of figuring it out uh, in kind of a survival mode. And then as soon as we kind of launched into a very focused, our vision is to activate the world to work through play. That is a very broad statement. However, we use it all the time. You know, when we do something new or we design something or we engage with a client, we ask ourselves the question, do we achieve that vision? And if so, you know, how do we, how do we make sure we capture that information? If not, how do we do it better the next time? Having that clarity, I think, is really important. Um, Lastly, I will say that um, just in, uh, I think I've learned that uh, I need a support system. You know, my wife uh, has been an extremely uh, valuable person in my life, just personally, but also just as a support. You know, she's got a business she's running. I've got a business I'm running. How can we learn from each other and also kind of be there for each other in terms of a, a, a kind of a, a network, I guess, of uh, reliance. I need help. You know, I, I'm going through this problem or this decision. I think having one person is minimum. Um, having a bigger <laughs> network is really useful. And I've, I've, gra- I've gradually grown my network to reach out to different people to get advice, get some thoughts. But fundamentally, my rock is my, my spouse. She um, can definitely help. Um, make some decisions, help kind of counter arguments, things like that. Having that person to, to, to kind of counter off of is great. Uh, not just in my organization, but outside of it as well. That's been, that's been very useful. That's great. So you mentioned clarity a minute ago. So let's, let's dive a little deeper into clarity. 
Sure. How do you get clear? And when you're working with your clients, how do you help them with clarity? So a couple of things, you know, I think, um, you know, we have a process by which we use uh, to uh, a framework that we use for everything. Uh, so when, when it comes to clients, uh, we always start with what's your end outcome? What are you trying to really achieve? And it's funny because we're in the leadership development, training, coaching, culture game. And what's interesting is that everybody has this nebulous idea of what they think they want. But when we force them to name it, in like what are the th top three things or the top one thing you want somebody to walk away with or people to walk away with, it's hard for them to answer. However, just asking that question forces them to come clear with, you know, something very specific versus something broad and, and kind of overarching. So one thing is we ask them right up front, what are the outcomes that are most important to you? Because that is what we care about on one side of our loop. The process is what we're unique, uh, our unique kind of flavor is that how we're going to get to that outcome, you know, leave it to us. We've got super fun methodologies. We're going to engage the group in very unique ways that they're going to talk about for a long time. And most importantly, we're going to nail that outcome. So we just go back to our framework. Our framework is outcomes and people, you know, productivity and play. And so if we just start where the client is, uh, then we can move them through our framework to our process and then come back to their outcome. And then if we just, if we just continue to reuse that same process that we have when talking to clients, then you know, they know that we're not doing it because we love our work only. We love our work and we're helping you achieve what you're trying to do. So our framework is really the fundamental place where we start. Uh, we use it for design. We use it for conversations with clients. Uh, we use it for um, literally, you know, making coaching frameworks, uh, 360s. We kind of use that as a kind of a mothership for all these other um, instruments that we've created. Awesome. So talk to us about power too. How do you, in your own business, get the willpower on those days when things aren't going well. How do you kind of power through things? Uh, I heard you talk about your wife as a support system. Maybe that might be part of your power, right? Um, yeah. But what helps you in those dark moments when you're like, ah, oh, I started this business and today things go wrong because we all know things go wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, I think, um, in general, yeah, you know, part of the answer is, is my spouse uh, just kind of, you know, making sure that our communication pattern is very healthy and open and always improving. Uh, mm -hmm. Because, you know, when I come home from work and I've got two kids, you know, if, if it's a stressful day, if it's not a great day, if I'm disappointed about something, I have some kind of, you know, an aura of bad energy, you know, it's going to translate into my relationships at home. And so, you know, being very open about where I am, what's going on for me, seeking help from my family to be able to help me kind of be resilient is one place to look. And then, I, and then you know, fortunately, our brand also tells us what to do. Uh, the word play is in our vision statement. And so we don't just write it on the wall. We actually live it out. We believe that being playful and taking breaks, if it's energy, 
and actually following your play preference uh, is a way to keep you healthy, positive attitude, uh, be resilient, so that you know it, it teaches you, play teaches you to be open to new possibilities. It teaches you to adapt to new situations. Uh, it teaches you to take risks where you, know, you may not want to. Those are really fundamental skills, I think, to uh, you know, drive through tough times, to develop resilience. And so I just go back to our brand. I say, well, I'm not playing enough if I've had a dark day or a tough day. I need, I need to stop. I need to go back to the other side of the loop where we talk about that and just give myself a break. Uh, you know, actually go play with my kids. Uh, yeah. Go, you know, go, go exercise. Go do something that is going to give me the personal energy, but also in the long run, the resilience to come back to what I need to do. And, and so I really- go to those things. Yeah, I love I love that word that you use, resilience. You know, um, uh, some of our other speakers and and I've heard before, anti fragile. You know, um, I I just love that. That's absolutely wonderful. So thanks for sharing that. And yeah. what about follow through? So what kind of structures do you put in place now that you've got clarity, you've got power, and what helps you to follow through on your commitments? Well, I mean, so, you know, the short answer to that is, you know, we're a small firm. We, uh, we've got, uh, you know, about eight to 10 people in our firm. Uh, we use OKRs uh, mm-hmm. as our goal setting tool. So and objective you, can you, Yeah. Tell us what those are for the people who might not know what those are. Yeah. So Google uh, came up with uh, this kind of goal setting approach uh, where it's, it's pretty agile uh, in terms of, you know, you set your goal strategically uh, and you set some strategic objectives. And then the trickle down to the next thing or the next department or person is more specific than that. And so you have an objective and underneath each of the objectives have key results. So for me, I've got three or four objectives underneath each one has three or four key results showing that, you know, the objective is, you know, grow revenue or something like that. Underneath the key result could be something more specific than that. What are my activities that I'm going to be uh, doing to be able to drive that objective? Uh, And these OKRs that we use it the way that Google uh, says to use it, which is we use it every quarter uh, in terms of a change potentially to the OKRs. And then we use it on a weekly basis in our meetings. Uh, We start our Monday morning meetings uh, with our OKRs review uh, to say, where are we? Green light, yellow light, red light, kind of measuring in some way. Uh, And and, and then asking for help. I think, uh, you know, not just writing it down, but and measuring some uh, way of saying we're making progress or we're not. But also for the things that we're not making progress on, you know, sometimes that happens uh, and I need help. So asking other people for help is super important to be able to uh, drive those results. And my expectation is that my team members are also asking for help. Uh, And so that kind of uh, cross-functional dialogue around OKRs is uh, a fundamental way we hold people accountable in this company. And then the last thing is that we do coaching. I mean, if we're not practicing what we teach other people, you know, we're not going to be good. We got to coach ourselves. You know, we got to coach our teams. We set up one-on-ones. We're accessible. We focus on performance sometimes. Sometimes it's just about development. We separate those two. So we practice what we preach uh, with with that. You know, on a weekly and every two weeks. You know, that's plenty of accountability for us. Um, 
And then I'll say a lot, one last thing is that there's no best accountability uh, than your own motivation. And so one key driver for us is not just what's on your OKR sheet because the company needs you to do that. It's which OKR do you think you would like to do? What's gonna, what's gonna drive you to wake up in the morning and say, I love this OKR because it's mine and I get to own it and I'm enjoying my work uh, and I'm enjoying doing it every day. That is self-motivation, self-accountability written in that. Um, and so that's something that we talk about consistently too. That's wonderful, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of those today. And uh, I know that you have a free gift for our listeners. So why don't you tell us more about your free gift? Yeah, absolutely. We spoke about coaching before. I know in this uh, virtual kind of uh, format, what we're offering is a 30-minute coaching conversation with you, with our expert coaches. Uh, We really drive right to those results, as we said. Uh, But we come at it in a super fun way. So uh, we're we want to schedule a 30 minute free coaching uh, conversation with you uh, and we'll uh, give you a a set of tools to walk away with uh, and get you connected to what we do here. Awesome. Awesome. We'll make sure to link that down below and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to you. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow-through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at EntireTask.com.